He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. Uh, it's coming up on nine, uh, make it 20 after 8. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry DeMonte. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm sure that uh, your week is starting on a better note <laughs> than it ended after the loss <laughs> against the Leafs last yeah, week. Yeah, I have to tell you, I was, uh, un- un- until uh, I was getting a little crabby <laughs> watching the game on Saturday, I, I thought, it, I'd, I'd, you know, for the longest time, I thought this game is really start- kind of boring. And uh, then uh, that all went away after Gallagher scored that goal. <laughs> it, but, but you know what, Terry? I was watching from uh, l'antichambre office uh, with Guy Carboneau and uh, with uh, Normand Flynn and uh, with Stéphane Leroux, the, the colleagues. And we, we kind of, uh, we were not sure what kind of game we were watching either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. was it boring? Well, maybe it, it was certainly fast paced. I mean, you're 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 a, an, an, a, you are an on ice official, right? How about thirty five face offs altogether? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with that. It was, uh, it certainly was, uh, it was fast paced. Uh, um, but it, it started to look like one of those guy, one of those games, Pierre, where the the Canadians couldn't make anything happen offensively. Well, there you go. And but if you look at the numbers, fast pace, forty six hits. From the Habs, wow. compared to 16 for the Leafs, mm-hmm. uh, you're watching the plus and minus. You're watching various uh, various figures, and you say, "Wow, this must have been an amazing game." If you haven't seen the game, it wasn't that pretty on the ice. It wasn't pretty for the Habs' perspective in the first period. It started to get better. Uh, I would say the last third of the second per- period, and then everything came back and everything gelled uh, in the third period. But let's be honest also, it didn't look very good from the, the Maple Leafs perspective. That's true. Uh, yeah. And so so it was it was that kind of a, of a strange game. It's, it's, it's a little bit difficult to have a, a clear-cut conclusion. But hey, Terry, how about the two points? <laughs> yeah, not, o- not only that, uh, Pierre, but... Uh, Boy, things look would look a lot different on Monday morning had the Canadians the stats on the Canadians, you know, in terms of the last five games, had they lost that game, it would have been uh, kind of dark uh, to mo- this morning, don't you think? Yeah, it would have been, and I think that the, what you're saying was echoed by the the captain himself after the game on Saturday. Uh, you know, Shea Weber has been there, and he's been here for a while now, and I think he understands perfectly what the Montreal market is all about. It's a very moody market. It's passionate and it's great, but it's also very moody. Uh, and uh, he tried to tone them down a little bit after the game, saying, well, if we would have lost, it was it would not necessarily have been the end of the world. But he finally admitted, and he came to, the, to admitting that, uh, yeah, things would have been tough to have a full week off the ice, or I mean, off the the regular schedule, yeah. uh, and trying to to have to swallow all the comments all around. So it's a much different situation as we speak this morning, for sure. I don't know if it was my imagination, but I got the sense in the last three or four games that Gallagher himself was a little frustrated. The puck just didn't seem to be bouncing his way, and I don't know if you noticed, but you could hear the scream. 
you know, there's no fans in in the rink. You could hear him scream after he scored that goal. <laughs> you know, he was so excited. I think not just because, uh, the, not just because you know it was the go ahead goal, but I think for him, it, it was it, he to me. He it was like he, him saying, "Finally, finally, yeah. the puck went in the net." <laughs> and you're right, Terry. I think that among all the players that were building up frustration. I think Brendan Gallagher could be on the top of the list. Yeah. Top of the list because he hates to lose as, as a member of the team. And probably top of the list because he's a proud, proud, proud warrior. And he knows he's got this new contract. He knows that the team has tons of confidence on him. He knows uh, the expectations from the fans. And uh, I think he played a, a, an amazing game uh, on, on, uh, on Saturday. And it's not only his goal, Terry, but... The goal he prepared or helped to prepare, Tyler Toffoli's goal, yeah. was just an amazing battle on the ramp. I mean, we, we all know he's battling like he's six foot five, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not exactly <laughs> six foot five. But the battle he had along the board and the magic way he was able to, uh, to, to get the puck and to feed the puck in the crease was just amazing. It was so amazing, Terry, actually, that at one point, Stefan Leroux, my colleague, said, oh, was that a lucky bounce? <laughs> it wasn't a lucky bounce. It was yeah. one heck of a battle by, by Brendan yeah. Gallagher. So he, Philippe Dano, and Tyler Toffoli, the, the rebranded uh, number one line, uh, played one heck of a game on Saturday. I wanted to the last couple of times we've spoken, I, I've wanted to mention Jonathan Drouin too, Pierre, because in the last three or four games... Jonathan Drouin has set up some amazing plays. He's had some amazing, real hockey sense uh, passes, you know, that haven't always resulted in goals. But uh, the 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 way he's playing and the way he sees the ice has been really a lot of fun to watch. Even you know, even though he hasn't ended up on the score sheet, mm -hmm. uh, boy, he's 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 really displaying his skills as a playmaker. Yeah, I, I and I'm so glad you bring it up, Terry, because. I think that people uh, or some fans or some observers may have had the wrong expectation from Jonathan Drouin. I think that uh, this, uh, this young athlete, because he's still young, uh, he, st he still has a lot of room to, to grow. I think he's first and foremost an amazing playmaker, not necessarily a sharpshooter, right. not necessarily the kind of player that will score automatically 25, 30 goals per season. This is the Josh Andersons of the world. This is also the Tyler Toffoli's of the world. And, uh, you know, that will be, will be done by other natural uh, scorers. I think that Jonathan Drouin is an amazing playmaker. And this is why we have to maybe correct a little bit the way we look at him on the ice and the way uh, he, 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 he behaves on the ice. And Terry, players like him, will be prone to make more mistakes than others. Yes. Because they try to build something. Yes. They try to create something. I mean, yes. Mitch Martyr is an amazing builder, uh, if you allow me this, this word, uh, for, for Austin Matthews. He will make some mistakes because he does so much on the ice. So I guess we are learning more and more how to appreciate Jonathan Drouin. And you must admit, Terry, that he's playing more responsibly uh, defensively. Yeah much better than we used to see a couple of years ago. And uh, let's tip our uh, cap to number uh, 31, eh, Pierre? 
<laughs> big time. Wow. <laughs> big time, Terry. Yeah. Not necessarily the, the volume of shots. It was only 22 shots by the Leafs. But, you know, if he's not there in the first period, this game is, is done. Yeah. Uh, he he knew, because as much as you talk about Brendan Gallagher and the leadership and, and the hate to lose and, and the appetite and all that, I mean, Carey Price is in the same family. He's in the same group. And I think he was, frustrate, he was frustrated as well. He tries to stay positive. He likes the way he plays since the start of the season. He knows the figures were not necessarily up to par. And I think he was ready to go on Saturday. And boy, was he frustrating for Matthews, for Marner, for Tavares, and for all the big, the big guns on the other side. There's a, a lot of, well, I think there's a lot of surprise. I, I certainly was surprised this morning. You know, I was looking at my notes at around 4.30 this morning, and I saw Paul Byron had been put on waivers. Um, they're trying to get him to the taxi squad. Is this a gamble, Pierre? Well, I don't think so, Terry, for one good reason. He still has two more years to go at $3.5 million. Okay. Two more years after this season. Yeah. So I think, I think but yeah, it's, it's somewhat of a gamble. Hey, we picked him up through the waivers, Terry. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. You're right about that. <laughs> when he was put on waivers by the Flames. So that's how we acquired Paul Byron. It's, 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 it's a bit of a sad situation, but I think it's, uh, it, I, I don't think it's, it's that much of a gamble, but for the short part of it, it is some sort of a gamble you have to take these days in order to have those veterans up and down the taxi squad. Uh, they did it with uh, Corey Perry. The, the league, the rest of the league, uh, didn't pick him up, so he was cleared for at least ten games. And yeah. I think they want the same. They want the same thing for, with the Paul Byron. So we will see. We will see also Terry how they cope with Tomas Tatar. He was left out on Saturday. Uh, a lot of people are speculating. Uh, is he on the trading block? Was that a message that was sent? It was certainly uh, a, a tough decision by Claude Julien. But then again, those who deserve to be in the lineup, will be in the lineup. That was Claude Julien's clear-cut philosophy since the start of the season. Ah, boy, it's a, certainly it's a different year this year, eh, in terms of choices he has to make. <laughs> it is very different. It's uh, As we say, the cliche says, Terry, those are good problems, nice problems, as opposed to those, yeah. those headaches, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and now, this is an interesting week. Uh, this is... Uh, this is uh, a bye week, I guess, is what we're calling it. And uh, that doesn't mean the guys are at home watching TV, does it, Pierre? No, they're not, Terry. Uh, they, may, they may be watching t- TV here and there, but uh, they're not going uh, to be resting or vacationing at home or, or elsewhere. Uh, there are actually, Terry, four practices scheduled this week. It was a day off yesterday. There's a day off scheduled on Thursday. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, and uh, the other uh, the other days are actually f- scheduled practices. Now today it was already announced that they'll be uh, doing uh, a lot of things off the ice. So probably lots of videos, uh, little uh, therapy here and there, little conditioning here and there. Uh, but video is more and more important, Terry, in the modern era of hockey. Yeah. And I think that this will be uh, this will be the schedule today. And probably fast pace uh, or targeted type of scrimmages and, and rehearsals and practices on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then day off on Thursday and then you prepare on Friday for two games in two nights. You play the Leafs at home on Saturday and you play in Ottawa on Sunday. So what's coming up 
is quite a, is quite a busy schedule, so you have to to prepare accordingly. All right. Um, I guess uh, we'll figure out what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow, Pierre. <laughs> we'll but I'll about... tell you what. We, we, there's always something to talk about. Absolutely. With the yeah. No kidding. So, <laughs> so, so maybe we can do our little bilan tomorrow. You know, maybe oh, yeah. we can do our little uh, overview of what's going on so far. And let's have a look elsewhere in the league because there are pretty interesting things going on as well. Okay. Great. That's great stuff. Look forward to it. Have a good day, Pierre. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Fantastic, Terry. Have a great week and a great Monday. Thank you.